is the Toddcast, a podcast that I, a guy named Todd, record while I drive to or from work, talking about a variety of things. There are no scripts, no show notes, just me chatting while I commute, so you can sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. Online we've got Eric, who is going to uh, tell us some, some fun stuff today. How's it going, Eric? Yeah, you're setting me up for... For actually providing entertainment we never promised that todd i said i had a conversation for you i never said it was going to be good entertaining fun nothing like that but i'm having a wonderful time todd so i'm, I'm I, I just want to start things off with lots of pressure uh, um you know all, all the all the ears are on you um you're responsible for carrying the show today so just oh, I, I figured i might as well establish that early on so well i hope i can uh stand up for it and, and I, I see you are you were on your morning walk today, is that correct? That, that is correct. Can, can you hear the, the cars whizzing by on the street next to me? I thought you were just like watching, uh, you know, something on television. Yeah. But yes, yes, you can hear it briefly, but I like the ambient noise. It, it is good. It's, you know, everybody could feel like they're on a, a nice stroll around the neighborhood right now. Even well, there you myself. Go. It's, a, it, it's a service I provide. And, sure. and if we're lucky, <laughs> I might crush some ice. And pour yeah. some coffee so everybody else can feel like they are uh, either a barista or at their favorite coffee shop. Because in these it's, moments, yeah, it's like hanging with the want. Hersey's. And, and we, we like to give it that extra level of realism. It's not that we're, you know, we're working off of, you know, cheap equipment or too lazy to edit. It's 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 part of the thing. It's no, that, that's you, all intentional. I, I hope everybody understands this at this point in time. So and and. And as an added bonus to the listeners, because Eric, as you well know, the, the listeners may not be aware, but I randomly turn into an Android. I, you know, parts of me become electronic mm-hmm. and mechanical and, and I talk, you know, with, with a heavily digitized voice um, that normally I edit out because it, it, it sometimes seems a little embarrassing. But you know what? I've, I've decided to take this episode and just come clean. And I am, you know, partially I'm a cyborg. And I, I don't care who knows. Yeah, so. it's part. It's, it's sometimes my favorite parts of any episode, or just hanging out with you, Todd, when you randomly your one eye just turns super red, and yep. you know some of the the fake flesh kind of uh, melts off your your body, and, and yeah. it's uh, Terminator Todd. Um, it's, it's, but you know, it's a bonus. It is. It is nice, but we'll see if that happens today. We'll see if you can keep yourself in line, and yep. uh, we'll move from there. But Todd, all right, so. Last uh, night, I sent you a text message, and it was sprung uh, from some other text messages I got from some friends, or I was sending some friends, and I said, I think Todd might appreciate uh, this level of trolling. Um, so I'm not naturally uh, a mean person. Um, I can be uh, ornery and definitely mischievous, um, and some of my friends are very much the same, and some of them are just, like, not at all. Um, either way, hanging out with me, you kind of know that I'm going to probably um, create some, uh, not not drama, but some chaos. So it's minor levels of chaos that are not damaging to anyone, but we'll, we'll be like, why am I friends with this guy sometimes? So. No, that, 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 and, that, and that's fair. And, and I, think, I, th- I think it's entirely possible that that, is, that runs through the, the male Hersey line. Um, I, I don't I don't know that I can attribute that much of that that sort of, of chaos to dad. He he can be goofy sometimes. Um yeah. but I, I'm I'm definitely, you know, 
a wacky sort of a shit stirrer kind of a guy. You definitely are. I don't know if it's if it somehow skipped a generation with Hunter or if he just has us all fooled. But Miles is going to be trouble. Oh yeah. Of the variety uh, in in spades when his mm-hmm. when his day comes. He, so, he already yeah. is. He, yeah. He is. He is already now. Hunter. I think Hunter is is much like his mother, and he is very much a like sweet soul and very kind and like uh, wants to do right. Like right. So I mean, he's got a nice sense of humor, but he he. I don't know if he. I mean, I see it a little bit with his him teasing like Laney. But that's, I think that just goes with the brother-sister uh, dynamic. Could be, could um, be. But, yeah, so so the, so what brought it up, or at least in my brain, was um, there are several friends that I, I consistently mess with. Um, and that could be via text message or via, you know, just in person. And it's not, you know, when the gentleman and I, my, our, my high school friends, typically we get together a couple times a year. On most occasions, it's during our fantasy football draft. And it is like a, a locker room setting where everyone kind of just butts, butts each other's chops, you know? Okay. Um, so we're, I'm not talking like levels of that. I'm t- I, I've almost played little mind games or just like mind teasers with, with some of my friends. Um, okay. And, and I think I'll start with uh, a gentleman and then we'll end on a finale of my giant idea, which is the ultimate trolling. Um, okay. So I'm I'm going to start with a gentleman, and you're familiar with Dub Points, which is the contest where I participate, and it's ran by a gentleman named John Wyatt Edgar. Right. And I don't know if you've ever met Edgar, but um, he's not not um, in person. Yeah. So he's a he's a fun individual, and he plays along well, and he and he enjoys himself some trolling as well. Um, but what I've found over the last geez probably year or so that um. Trolling him is actually pretty fun because he's very enthusiastic about things and he appreciates. Um, and he's almost—it's almost like a wink, wink, but not really. And my right. my my thing is like I'll mess in a sense with him and I'll give some examples of what I'm talking about here. Um, and it'll—my goal is like he—I think he knows I'm messing with him, but yet he kind of—it it almost breaks the border. And he's like, "Is this guy for real? Is this guy a little wackadoo?" Um, right. which, is, which is part of the fun. So, in essence, John John Edgar and I communicate frequently about like his uh, dub point stuff and and his like little uh, games. For instance, right. um, he very much like he very much enjoys like brackets and ranking and stuff like that. So he's similar in that aspect. Um, so I shoot him emails all the time, and he shoots me emails and suggestions on uh, you know on his projects. He's like, "What do you think about this?" And and he'll hype things up. And I'm an enabler to an extreme. Like, I'm all, oh, yes, yes, absolutely. You need to do this. Um, especially if I feel like it's going to backfire and be a, a train wreck. <laughs> right, right. So, for, you. so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just like, yes, we need it. We, you know, this has to happen. You need to do this. And sometimes it's, you know, a lot of times it is genuine. I'm not trying to hurt anybody. But if he has an idea and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my, this is going to make a lot of people angry. I'm all for it. Um and by meaning, like, dub points is a, a very toxic uh, conversation, which is, uh, I think, I can't go into the full details, but let, let's just say it is a competition where he pits other people against other people and, and he then blasts the crap out of them on social media about scoring, rankings, updates, and everything. And genuinely, most people start to hate it by, like, day two. So <laughs> I, I of, course, of course, I'm like, yes, they ha- you have to do this. It needs to be done. It is a staple of 
society without dub points, you know, and it, and all in essence, because he gets this negative backlash and he just kind of like brushes it off. Like it's not even there, you know? <laughs> um, so it's like a form of like friendship torture, which is really, really fun. And I'm all for it. Um, okay. So this last time around, um, part of dub points, you just kind of create these like little mini for me, I create these like mini, um, many storylines and many things. So I just started talking about, Oh, you, you can't, uh, and I'll just send him text message around, man. Like, um, just wait in, until the collective, uh, happens and, and i make sure I capitalize the, and then collective. And, <laughs> okay. And, and, and the thing is he, he, so he's, he says the collective and I was like, Oh yes, yes. The collective just, this is when everything will come together when the collective arrives. And, and I kept this going, he, and I would never give him, but he'd ask questions, and I would never give him what it was or anything of that. I would just right. talk about the collective. So he's super intrigued. It's like I'm basically lining him up, and we're watching some little show, you know, and, and I keep on mentioning and, and briefly talking about the collective. And, he, and I've pulled through on a lot of these ideas. So it's not like I'm just saying something and, um, and like, blank promises. Through the years, I've done some really cool things, and I've led it up in hype video stuff. So I start talking about this collective and I've probably a couple weeks, you know, go by and start talking about it. Then I just stop a bit. The dub points, this competition, I think abruptly ended or something. And I stopped talking about it. And then maybe months later, we're just talking randomly and then I'll throw it back out there. And then he gets intrigued again and I just do it and I stop. And then, so this has been going on for at least a year where I'll start talking about the collective. And he gets real intrigued to the point where he's screaming all caps, what is the collective? And that, of course, <laughs> that, of course, is what triggered Kenobi bot. And and I don't know why I have zero recollection on why this happened. But Kenobi bot, essentially, if you uh, scream the collective in all capital letters, it triggers Kenobi bot on my phone. And essentially everything you say, it be, turns into a, a Obi-Wan Kenobi meme or GIF. Um, which surprisingly enough, you can find a lot of Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, gifts on your phone and they apply to almost everything. So, so I, so when, when he screams the collective all in capital letters, and of course this is being made up on the fly, but now is rules. This is rules. Right. You know, if you scream the collective all in capital letters, it, you basically get an auto reply saying, um, uh, you have uh, temporarily uh, activated Kenobi bot and something in that sense. Um, and then everything he starts, he says, what Kenobi bot. And then, then you get, you know, your Obi-Wan and, and we get all types of Obi-Wans, you know, you can get the animated Obi-Wan, you get Alec Guinness, you can get uh, uh, Ewan McGregor. I mean, you can get all types of Obi-Wans and it's basically meme after meme, no matter what he says, he now, so at this point in time, he is screaming, you know, like, what is this collective? Is this real? What is, why, Kenobi bot, how do you disable? And, and unfortunately, <laughs> you can't disable Kenobi bot for 24 hours. So any message he sent to me um, was forcing a, uh, an Obi-Wan Kenobi um, message. So, so once, so, <laughs> so that, of course, is why I said, Todd, I need to tell you about Kenobi bot. Um, because oh, it, it is, well, and you sent me the text that said, oh, I got to tell you about Kenobi bot. And I'm like, I have no idea what this is, but it's fantastic. And I must hear this story. Uh, uh, and yeah, I was so, not wrong. I was not wrong. Well, well, so I did that for a good, I mean, that was a long time. And finally, you know, the, you know, conversations have end because, you know, you have to go wherever and stuff, but I kept up with that. And then the next, 
<laughs> the next morning. I said, why did you do that? And he said, what? I said, why did you activate that? Don't you know? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, I just want to know what. And, <laughs> and he goes, I just want to know what the collective is. And then I activated Kenobi bot again, because unfortunately <laughs> Kenobi bot, once you, once you mention the collective, once you activate Kenobi bot, it's in the system. So now you can't even use the word collective. Um, so, dude, so this was, a, this was several months ago. Okay. And then the other day, so I, so I start, um, I start messaging him because I pulled out the green screen. Okay. And the okay. green screen usually means bad things or good things, right? The green screen is where I create that and I usually make all my dumb videos for dub points or anything like that. So I shot him a picture, I think, of the green screen and I and I just mentioned the relaunch. And of course, I think if you just like when you use the the word the and you capitalize it and then when you capitalize words that shouldn't be capitalized, it brings that emphasis like it's a title. So of course oh, yeah. I called the relaunch a capital R and a capital L. And now he's intrigued. <laughs> What's the relaunch? What is this? What are you doing? Um, and, so, so he starts saying, "Is the relaunch? Does it have anything to do with the collective?" And then, boom, Kenobi bought activate, and then, and then he's locked out for another. So then I get on Twitter and I said, "Why would you activate Kenobi bot on Twitter?" <laughs> because I can't text him now, you know. So right. So I mean, these, these, you know, maybe I only crack myself up with this. I, you obviously seem a little humored by it. So, um, oh my God, least, this is this is hilarious. Yeah. So, so this is, um, but that is that is uh, minor level of trolling, but in a very fun way because I think he does the same to us. And I like to think a lot of it is payback from the torture dub points that's put us all through through the years. <laughs> so that, that okay. Sorry. So. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask the dumb question mm -hmm. uh, that I, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to, but but I'm gonna go ahead and pose it on behalf of of some listeners, because um, I'm assuming that you know Kenobi bot is just you deciding for 24 hours whenever this person texts me, rather than respond I'm going to you know go into the Giphy thing on my mm -hmm. phone and 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 like this isn't an actual piece of software that does that correct this is no, this is you no. being super awesome and mischievous and and making it seem that that's the situation that your yeah. your your text message system has an ai that recognizes when you say the collective uh and kicks into this mode i could foresee certain um certain people possibly thinking that this is a real thing and and shooting off to their app Trying, store searching yeah. for the kenobi bot of no. which developers get on this Please. because yeah, this absolutely. is fantastic um and i think it's super awesome that you're doing this manually and playing it off like like you know a, a, a an actual kenobi bot but i think that i think there's there's uh there's a certain demand for that kind of a service. And if someone is able to, uh, you know, make that happen, I think, I think that, uh, I would download that app. That that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> so, you know, the funny thing is you, you actually, while we're talking about that and kind of like the, the AI, I will, I, it actually triggered a high school story of mine. And if it, if this is actually even probably, uh, more mischievous, cause this actually could cause, this could have caused some people some minor trouble. So, okay. We're all, are you familiar with AIM? AOL Instant Messenger. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm old school, okay. man. I, I, okay. Yeah. 
So for those that aren't familiar with it, just imagine it being a, a version of a text um, on your computer, you know, basically like a chat uh, window. I don't know what the equivalent would be now. Um, but so in AOL days, I was still in school. So it'd probably been like 2002, maybe. Um, right. I, I conjured up a, uh, I, you could create as many screen names or names as you wanted. And I created right. one called Two Hour Delay Man. Okay. And <laughs> so I would then open up a text um, window and type in various responses to most questions. So I probably had about 10 responses uh, to most questions that if I would just so happen to send somebody a message saying, your blah, blah, blah school is now on a two hour delay, <laughs> that they would then <laughs> respond back, who is this or whatever. And then it would have an auto response or I basically would copy and paste really quickly to make it seem like a computer. Because at this time there was, there were some uh, bots created, Smarter Buddy right. or something like that was created right. where you could just have conversations. So right. I then would send, um, you know, I am, you know, two hour delay, man. I'm here to help you with all the Ohio Valley school closings and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I will keep you updated. Blah, and they were like, who, you know, and then they would go through the thing where, you know, blah, 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 why don't, and so forth. So, and I would just go on this. So I would, um, and I imagine, I, I mean, I possibly did it on my own accord, but there probably was at least a friend or two to watch the chaos ensue when I would then randomly just send people, you are now on a two hour delay. Um, throughout the valley, I mean, because I had friends in civil, several, you know, school districts, and then I'd randomly just say, your school is now closed, and they would say, no, it's not, I just went to, you know, Channel 7, and it's not, you know, it's not closed, no, we have the most accurate data, and we get it directly from the superintendent, blah, blah, you know, so, um, yeah, so creating boss actually seems like a really fun thing, um, which, and that was 2002, and, and I just realized Kenobi bot is, is similar in a sense, but, um, yeah, that's uh, that's a little side side tangent. I didn't think I'd get into, but um, I think Todd, I will, I, I, I mean, hopefully, you're uh, you're up for one last trolling. This is going to be the ultimate one that's been going on for years. Um, maybe we'll take a break and then I can give you a little story there. Uh, yeah, because I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a break to recover because this is this is classic now. Uh, right. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, thanks for coming back with us, guys. Uh, you know, Todd, I believe. Um, you know, I can't be the only one that causes some uh, chaos. So what do you have any any scenarios or situations where you found yourself um, having good old laughs with uh, friends or family or whatnot? I mean, yes. I, I mean, I it, I'm with you in that I, I like to mess with people and I feel like there have been some good ones. Where you know I've I've gotten somebody going along a similar route, you know, you know, some misinformation and just refuse to, you know, back down or or clarify what that is. I'll be honest, first thing in the morning, I haven't had my coffee yet. None of them are really really super coming to mind. Um, there is one one scenario from when I was in high school that you know relates to you know ancient computer gear that that kind of sprung to mind. I can I can share with you. Um, so like I said, I would, I would have been a senior, so this would have been like 92 or 93. And okay. I think it was like the, it may, it was either the first or second year that the Martin Seria high school actually had computers. Like there was a computer lab, like my freshman year, I took typing class and it was on electric, you know, typewriters. Um, 
because we did there was no computers but by the time my senior year came around uh they had a computer class that was like you know basics in word processing and spreadsheets and, and that sort of a thing uh you know and i've been mucking around with computers forever so like i was like the computer genius uh and the person who taught that class whose name escapes me unfortunately um she was the typing teacher so like yeah she she was put it you know which of course they they both have keyboards therefore you must be the computer teacher uh yeah yeah she, she was nice and she was sweet and she did her best but she was not the most tech savvy person <laughs> uh but you know she she you know learned enough to to teach us you know word processing and spreadsheets and you know that that sort of thing um and i took the class because hey it's finally a computer class and i was you know awesome in it and didn't really need it but i needed to fill a period i got to play around on a computer hooray uh so like mid midway through the year and i can't remember i obviously i can't, can't remember what my you know class schedule was my senior year uh i can barely remember what i did last week uh <laughs> but i do know that i had this computer class and then the period immediately after it was a study hall uh i do remember that much and uh you know, this was back in the days when they, they, you know, there were computer magazines that like had code snippets in them. Like there were, there were, there, you know, physical, yeah, you know, yeah. newsprint magazines that had, you know, computer games written out in basic line by line that you could type into your computer and hit save <laughs> to play a game, you know, because there wasn't really an internet yet, uh, you know, sort of thing. And there was, some some magazine that had a piece of code that you could it would basically force your machine to reboot like the same as if you you know yeah. back in the old days hit control alt delete uh, mm -hmm. and it would just you know not in windows where it asks you hey what do you want to do it's like if you, you used to hit control alt delete it rebooted your machine it powered it down yeah. and then you yeah. know, boom, bumped it back up and it was a small seg segment of code that when you executed it, it, it rebooted your machine. Uh, so I put that in on, you know, I, I tested it out at home on our Tandy 1000 HX uh, and saved, saved it on a floppy and made a batch file that, uh, you know, basically ran this, ran this thing to reboot it. So then I'm, I was in, in, in class uh, and right, you know, at the end of the period, I go, cause, and I think there were like six computers in our computer lab. Like that's how, I don't know, yeah. behind the times, underfunded, wow. early in the computer era, pick any two. Uh, yeah. But like it was at the end of the period, everybody had, had done, and I was the only person back by the computers. And so I went to three of them. And, you know, back in the day, you know, your computer, when you launched it it looked for a, a file called you know auto exec dot bat the you know which said here when you boot up this is your initial set of instructions on what to what to do um you know back in the day it was basically you know load drivers and then launch windows well i modified that to you know basically just throw up a thing on the screen and say you know diagnostic in progress rebooting and then ran this piece of code which would reboot the machine, which would show diagnostic mode in progress, and then reboot the machine, and it would just do that forever. Um, and 
so I loaded that on there. And of course, this isn't going to trigger until someone actually reboots initially or shuts the machine down, turns it back on. So I'm like, ha ha ha. And I, you know, I do this and then go, <laughs> and then, you know, it's the end of the period. And so I shut down all the computers. Um, and then I go off to study hall and, you know, 15 minutes or so pass. And the next thing I know, you know, there, there's, you know, some student goes, comes into the, the cafeteria or wherever it was, the study hall was. And, you know, the, the teacher running the, caf- the, the study hall is like, uh, Todd, Mrs. So-and-so needs you up in the computer lab. And I'm like, oh, yeah, she does. Um, and, yeah, it, you know, she, she's just like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what's going on with these. Can you fix it? Um, and so, of course, I do. And then, you know, play the hero. Because, uh, you know, I'd back up the, the original. That, all the, like, I flipped uh, it all back quick enough. It wasn't yeah. a big deal. But, you know, it was fun time for me. Um, you know, freaked, freaked her out. Freaked a few people out, you know. I mean, it's not legendary Kenobi boss status, but that, that's that's the best wow. I can give you on on no coffee this morning. <laughs> no, I think that's um, I think that's far more it shows more intelligence <laughs> than me to be able to do that. But that's that's that you know that's good eighties hijinks there, nineties yeah. early nineties hijinks there. That's yeah, that's quality 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 stuff. So I will um, I think I I uh, we have time for my last troll and and this one um. This one probably is going to be a, a good one. So for those who have probably listened or heard me talk about my friend Justin Benline uh, multiple times, um, I'm sure I referenced him. I've talked about him a lot probably during the Dub Points and Fantasy Football episodes. Yes. But it is a friend of mine since high school, and he has always been uh, relatively quiet, shy. Uh, we make fun of him for um, being, you know, quiet or I, I make fun of him because he doesn't have much of a personality. Um, <laughs> we drive on our way down to Florida every time we drive past the city of Bland. And um, there's a big sign on the highway that says Bland. And I make sure to take pictures and send it um, on several occasions. Just, you know, at that time, this is like we're here. For, we're in your homeland. Um, we, we often say that I, we like to say he's just beige. You know, uh, like that's he's very beige. And... And I mean, some of this is true, but most of it, he actually, he's just a quiet guy. You know, he's just a normal quiet right. guy that doesn't want to stir up anything, doesn't want to have his name or anything known. And he's been like this his whole life. Um, so he actually graduated a year before me. So I wasn't in any classes with him in high school. But as a, as a fallback or a throwback, our good friend John Wyatt Edgar was in his class um, all the time. They were both O2s. They graduated. Okay. Year. And they, and. John Edgar from and I probably most relatable our, our passion probably has been trolling Justin Benline because where he did it throughout <laughs> grade school and in and, and schooling, um, I basically picked up and have done it for the rest of my life. Um, early John Wyatt Edgar story, and I won't be able to do it complete justice, but I've heard it told from both perspectives, Benline's and his. Justin would uh, pay Benline or uh, Justin Benline would pay Edgar to do some of his homework sometimes because he did not want Ben. Edgar is pretty much a very smart guy. I think he was a um, he was finished first in the class, um, right. and he. I think Benline Benline also was a smart is a smart individual, but I think he just didn't want to do the work. So, and he basically had to write a speech for English class, and this might have been you know this was high school or whatever. So Benline paid Edgar just to do it, and then Edgar right. of course wrote a speech with all the Sesame Street characters. Um, <laughs> And I believe he had to like either read it aloud or something. Basically, it was super 
super embarrassing, I guess, the, the Ben line to the point where, like, he tells the story of, like, yeah, that, that mother effort, you know, did this and that. So, <laughs> so Ed, Edgar and I um, relate completely on, on, on Justin Bell. So what I've done through the years is just make sure, you know, if there's a situation where I can try to get Ben Line's name out into the public, I do, you know. Right. Um, you know, and I've, I might have shared stories about how I've created, you know, tons and tons of documents online. So that way, when you search for Justin Benline, very embarrassing pictures of him show up, you know. <laughs> so he so his uh, previous employer had his picture on the website, you know, under the employee tab. So, of course, I took that picture and I photoshopped it and I made a meme out of it. And then I just photoshopped him with other random characters, you know, like there's, you know, so if you if you would search at one point in time, Justin Benline, um, the image bar would show up and it would be him in a his this same picture with a picture of like a unicorn, uh, you know, the Easter bunny, Snuffleupagus from the Sesame Street, you know, right. um, random football players, just goofy stuff. And I would take requests online saying, hey, do you want to, you know, just give me give me uh, random objects and I'll make pictures and put them on the Internet. Um, sooner or later, we actually got to the point. So this meme kind of became famous within our friendship, like all my friend group where we would all right. start, you know, sharing it back and forth, making it part of our fantasy football pictures. Um, <laughs> I, I was very successful in getting Ben line rankings fairly high to the point where he, when he got a new job, he was like, Hey, can you take this stuff down? He's like, this employer is going <laughs> to look me up and think I'm crazy. So I temporarily deactivated <laughs> some of that stuff, but once he got a new job and he, he's pretty secure, I just went ahead and turned it all back on. Um, my favorite video. Are for. Yeah. My favorite video project was called the Justin Ben line hour. And I shot a 20 minute uh, talk show in which the premise was Justin Benline holds a show um, in the old Stone and Thomas building um, in Wheeling and right. it's for a live audience. It, but Justin Benline never shows up. So it's always guest host. So <laughs> so it's called the Justin Benline Hour. But I'd have myself and a couple other friends. And there's two episodes on YouTube. And it's I mean, I don't know how it holds up, but it was my favorite one of my favorite projects um, that I've ever done. You can definitely find that for searching. But um, the latest and the greatest is what I'm going to launch. I went on the internet and I found out that justinbenline.com is available. And oh, snap. Yeah, so <laughs> justinbenline.com. And so considering that we're in this pandemic right now and we're all kind of cooped up and some people are looking for extra ways to make money, um, I, it, it occurred to me that I actually have um, all the necessary materials to make shirts. All right. I mean, it okay. actually occurred to me about a year or two ago when I actually put together a template and I actually made a Justin Benline um, T-shirt with the meme. Um, OK, it doesn't look too bad, you know, and uh, part of Dub Points, I was pretending to do this uh, infomercial and I created this uh, website, this e-commerce store where I was selling T-shirts and I went Facebook live for about a half an hour and did like a, uh, you know, a infomercial type style where you can buy this, buy this and was talking to people and I didn't envision the site to actually work because it was just a, uh, a ploy. Right. Um, and, and I think we sold about seven shirts fake. I mean, like people <laughs> legit wanted to buy them and they were like, I'm going to wear this, this and, and, and so forth. And I said to myself, you know, in this time where, you know, I'm going to go ahead and teach people how to do e-commerce or at least like, Hey, if you want to set up a website and sell stuff, here's how easy it can be. And that's when it right. popped in my head. I was like, you know what? This is a perfect time to to uh, use it as a case study. Justinbenline.com, 
will now be the home and the location where you can buy all Justin Benline uh, merchandise and, and items, especially like, you know, T-shirts and who knows what we're going to be able to put on. Uh, you know, maybe we'll make a terrible towel with Justin Benline's face on it. Um, <laughs> you know, so we've come up with this idea and I'm going to use this as a case study for the entire month of April. I'm going to create a e-commerce store and sell, you know, Justin Benline uh, material. So hopefully one day he'll be walking down, you know, when we're allowed to. He'll be walking down the street and uh, and there'll be somebody wearing a Justin Benline T-shirt. And and the whole idea is, number one, the, the first first priority, troll Justin Benline. All right. Let's right. the number one priority. Number two priority. If for some reason somebody would be silly enough to buy this stuff, I'll um, we'll do it at cost. And we're going to take that other money and we're going to buy gift cards for the local Ohio Valley or local businesses around here. OK. And um, nice. You know, and then thirdly, I'll go ahead and and give those away or, you know, have um, have some type of drawing where we'll give those gift cards away to other people in the Ohio Valley that might be hit down on their luck. So it's a win, win, win situation for everyone. You know, so <laughs> so this this essentially is is going to be a grand finale of trolling friends, making sure that Justin Benline is. Um, as as many places as possible and that is my project that i'm going to be doing for the month so by the time this probably drops um justinbenline.com will be a fully functional or at least uh you'll get you know and i'm gonna have a collection of memes and stuff you know you'll have your downloads if you want to make your own right. meme of justin benline you know we'll, we'll be able to do it all and um and we'll see how long it goes before he even knows about this that's fair and 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 on a justin benline related note um yeah the other day i was you know looking at twitter and oh the the, the toddcast has a new follower oh what's this and and i look at it and it's it's you know done up as justin bedline and i texted you and i'm and I, I took a screenshot and i texted you and i'm like eric because i remember on at least a couple of episodes you you know justin bedline doesn't like to have his doesn't like to be talked about doesn't like mm-hmm. to be heard about and we talked about him and i'm on there going yeah justin bedline justin bedline i'm like and I, you know, shot you this this screenshot of oh, I have this new follower, and I'm like, Eric, if dude listens, he, you're gonna get an earful, and you're like, yeah, that's that's not actually, you know, no, no he doesn't have so much as it is anything. me. Um, so no, no, he's but yeah, and, and, and I, you I, know, I, hey, I might I might get myself in some trouble at some point in time, but you know what, he deserves he deserves all the pain and suffering that I get him, and if I have to pay up, um, you know, for for identity theft or whatever, it'll all be worth it in the end. So. It's called, uh, don't, you know, so if for anybody out there ever wants to be friends with me, just be, be prepared that this, this stuff, um, if this, this stuff actually, you know, this will happen. So, well, the, the, there will be some trolling, but it's friendly trolling. It's not, you know, ruin your life type stuff. It's, it's, it's good fun. And, uh, yeah, no. So, all right. So, so you're, you're, you're launching justinbenline.com for all of your, your Justin Benline needs. Um, we've got an open call out to the, uh, the developer world to, to actually make Kenobi bot a reality. Um, yeah, I think, I think we're solid, man. I think, I think good up. See, I told you, you could carry the episode, all the pressure. See, you work well under pressure. And you've just proven that. that. Um, So, yes. Well, I'm also waking, waking the child. It is that time, Todd. So yes. we've got enough time in there to uh, 
to troll the friends and now yep. the child is broken. So imagine having me as a dad. You know it's going to be bad for the uh, the kids. It's it's a growth experience. It it you know <laughs> gets gets them ready for all the actual trolls. So that's good deal. Well, Eric, absolutely. Um, I, I can hear that you have your hands full, and I I gotta go clock in myself. So you have yourself a fantastic day, sir. You as well, buddy. Talk to you later. All right. Thanks, everybody. Till next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas that you'd like me to chat about, you can let me know via Twitter at CastTodd or email via ToddCastPodcast at gmail.com. Keep in mind that the Todd portions of those usernames are T-O-D with a single D, even though I spell my actual name with two. If you'd like to leave me a voice message that I can air on the podcast, you can either email me a small audio file, or you can use the link in the show notes to leave a message via Anchor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts is appreciated. Again, thank you for listening to the Toddcast. 